Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The Weekend Scorecard on the run home. Yep, it is that time again for the Weekend Scorecard, folks, as uh, producer Brad runs the team uh, through a couple of, uh, well, a few interesting things from the weekend. And, Beeve, uh, I want to start with our mate, Eddie. Uh, Eddie Jones, who, um, full credit to the man, took full responsibility for the loss post-match. I mean, he should have because he left the likes. And it was so weird watching Michael Hooper in the Stan Sport commentary today when all of the guys around like, this bloke should be over there. But how are we rating Eddie Jones's performance as a coach... Uh, on the weekend, well, this morning, basically. Well, I think you have to couple it with his whole tenure um, at the moment. And <laughs> it's an epic uh, fail. It's, it's, it's a fail. Um, I don't know if F is actually part of the uh, schooling system anymore, <laughs> but if it's not F, it's certainly an E. Um, so uh, Eddie gets a massive, massive fail for me. Before we move on, the only disappointment I have in all of this is we do not get an England... Australia quarterfinal and a week's worth of soundbite. That is the only disappointing thing for me. We miss out on one of the great weeks in press coverage. So thank you Wallabies Rugby and thank you Eddie Jones for sucking so bad that um, England's going to make a quarterfinal and and you're not. Um, Sammy, for you, the Irish 13 points to 8 over the Springboks. Uh, Look, a great game of rugby, um, physical uh, brutal. Uh, it was intense, um, and Ireland just proving just a little bit too much for the for the box in the end. Where, where were you rating them? I'll, I'll give it a, at the at the lower end of an A because the the simple fact is you can have players in front of you. you give, you've got the defending uh, world champions and world number two uh, to play uh, in a game that's about winning, not um, how pretty you, you go. Uh, and they were just there to prove the beavers, uh, prove the critics wrong. Sorry, uh, and uh, <laughs> see what you did there. Yeah, uh, yeah listen, I, I, I can't, I can't fault what they did. I, I don't, it didn't make me stand up and go, God, they're going to be unstoppable. I'm not, I don't, I don't look at them with fear for the All Blacks, but I certainly never. I, I, I think they've done everything they can to put themselves in the best spot. And on the flip side, beef, uh, you've been around a few former box and South Africans uh, this weekend. Where are you rating the box performance? I thought they were as good as Ireland. Yeah, they were. They were clearly disappointed. They dropped that one, but they. I mean, from a performance-wise, it's probably it's probably a B minus, maybe maybe a C, because I just don't genuinely believe that inside that camp. They are that concerned about this. <laughs> I just, if it was a World Cup final, you'd have to rate it a fail. But I just think that where they're at at the moment, they're happy enough. And uh, I want to stay with you, Beeve, on uh, the refereeing performance, which has actually been lauded by a lot of pundits. I know that you think that maybe you got a few calls wrong and maybe put the whistle away in the second half. But, but Ben O'Keefe, who uh, at the moment is the second favourite to referee the final. Yeah, I was actually... I guess I wasn't surprised when you sit back and you saw Rusty come out and applaud his refereeing. Um, Rusty's no idiot. Um, Rusty's a lot of things, but he's no idiot. And he knows that he might get Ben O'Keefe again. So better to have him 
in the pocket than against it. Um, I know I know of a couple of referees who have actually lost their careers because of Russie's uh, feedback to World Rugby. So, uh, no, Russie knows exactly what he's doing. I just felt that, I don't know if you, you guys remembered it, but in that first half, he gave the Irish about three or four penalties. He did. For... Springboks rolling away, but then rolling into the halfbacks. That is such a technical penalty that screams a pre-game meeting with a Irish head coach saying, "Hey, they do this to slow up our ball. We want you to watch this." Yeah, he was so intent on that. That is not a penalty that just falls into a referee's head like that. And then the flip side of that, you watch the second half, and the Springboks, you know, and you know, I'm no, I don't really care uh, who won it as far as the All Blacks' future goes, but. There was a lot of the same sort of thing going on in the second half, which we just sort of ignored. And I just think Ben came out real hot, and I'm convinced that Farrell had to talk to him pre-game <laughs> and said, I want you to go after this. There was an, subconsciously, he was there. There was an Eben Estabeth one in the first half that was, um, I thought, really harsh, where he was attempting to roll away, and he got caught in the back of the Irish mall. Um, for you, uh, Sammy, I want to look at Reese Walsh. Uh, for me, he gets an A++. Um, made one mistake pretty much in the whole entire game and was half the reason why the Broncos won. He made one court mistake, Brad. Yes. He made, he made another <laughs> mistake with the forward pass. Yeah, that's a good point. That's very right? good for so, me. Yes. Uh, uh, I got to give him. I give him an A. Uh, I'll, I'll, you can you can probably twist my arm to an A plus, but I don't think A plus plus. I don't, I don't think he was um, he was that perfect. Um, and I think that the if the Warriors had performed uh, at the standard that they were hoping to by their own standards, I don't think they it was a, a very Warriors like performance from them. They didn't they didn't go out with their best by their own words. So I don't think he got as, as tested as he uh, as he could have been. I'll, I'll give him an A though. He, he, he did everything you could ask for on this on that stage and. Uh, the guy, the guy is a freak, and I uh, look greatly forward to seeing uh, if he can if he can do what he did against the Warriors, against the Panthers. I'll be blown away. It'll change the the course of of rugby league history. Even though you're a big fan, yeah. Uh, the, the sickening thing is he couldn't live in Penrose as opposed to Brisbane City um, because Jeepers. When you look at him, and I know it's tough, Sam, when you're looking at it from a Warriors point of view, and it's raw. But, geez, that's a guy that you could build a 10-year dynasty around, isn't it? Like, you yep. think how young he is, how exceptional he is, and the level that he potentially could get to, jeepers. That that was a – they talk about these circuit breakers when they analyse signings and what have you. That was the that was something that could have just blown a franchise apart. Yeah, absolutely. He never would. He never would have been a ten-year uh, warrior, though. He it, it was all. He was a great opportunity to get with uh, one of the biggest talented young young kids coming through when you, when the Broncos incredibly wouldn't give him a crack. Uh, but yeah, look, it, it is a shame we never really got to see him be a New Zealand warrior, uh, just uh, a warrior, unfortunately. <laughs> but uh, the best of luck to him and the Bronx. They're going to need it against those red hot Penny Panthers. Let's take a break. We'll be coming back with we need to talk. Do-do, do-do, do-do. 